Grace and peace to you from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory be to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. A sea of flickering lights and candles in a darkened sanctuary. We all sing, all is calm and all is bright. And for a few moments each year, it seems to be. Few nights offer such sense of peace and tranquility as Christmas Eve, especially when the air is cold and it's dry and filled with the singing of silent night. Here in our sanctuary of the Most High God, we wish that all nights might know the peace of a Christmas Eve. We're fully aware that as we sing with our little candles and our silent night, that just outside the walls of the church, people are hungry, they're cold, they're angry, someone will be murdered. Our world is devoid of peace. And each generation, we hope that maybe this year, maybe this year is the year. Maybe this is the year when peace will reign throughout all of our land, but it's not. It's not this year. It's probably not going to be next year. One major war in Ukraine, Ethiopia, Yemen, and Miramar still have got their revolutions, their civil strife with more than 10,000 casualties in this last year. There's like 10 other insurgencies worldwide that have casualties anywhere from around 1,000 to 10,000 a year. These include terrorist organizations and drug wars and ethnic strife of almost every, every color. Tonight we hear about peace. But we hear about peace that's a unique peace, a, a lasting peace. And it's not peace with man and it's not peace amongst men. It's peace with God. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those whom with he is pleased. In a world so marred by violence and hatred and hardship, a multitude of heavenly angels break into the night announcing a living hope, a peace for those of whom God has his favor with and all of the peace treaties and all the, the multinational efforts to stop turmoil around the world have utterly failed to do it. Moments of seeming tranquility will surface, but only for us to plunge back into darkness and despair and chaos. All of the counselors in the world cannot bring all of their expertise, and it's still not bring any comfort. For deep down, deep down, way down in our hearts, something will always be missing. And it's peace. The peace the angel so boldly announces is different from the peace that the world gives. Peace with God does not depend upon us. Peace with God does not depend upon our own efforts. You see, if it did, it still wouldn't work. Because we are the problem. We ourselves found ourselves at war with God. We rebel against God. We fight against his will. And if God does not bring peace, we're doomed. If God does not bring peace to us, we have no hope. Many who want peace don't understand where real peace comes from. And therefore, they despair because they never actually get to see it. They think that peace is going to come from financial security or the next political theory or the next political treaty or the next election or the end of this war, the end of that conflict. 
when the conditions are right or they've met right in my own life, maybe at least I could have peace in this little section of the world, and yet it never happens. Paul says that this God of peace is ultimately beyond understanding. Philippians chapter 4, verse 7. At least this peace with God is beyond human understanding. It's a mystery of sorts. Not that it's an unknowable story. For Jesus said, peace I have, I leave with you. My peace I give to you, not as the world gives to you. True peace, therefore, comes from Jesus. It doesn't come from governments. It doesn't come from other people. It doesn't come from drugs. It doesn't come from alcohol. It doesn't come from medications. It doesn't come from stuff. True peace comes from Jesus. And Jesus alone. But how can I realize this peace into a broken world? How can I possibly find hope for a troubled mind? Christmas's special charm, it it really only lasts so long. It's just a few small, precious moments of even one week, or one week of a month, one month and a year, and then it's back to the cold. All is calm and all is bright till the end of the service. As Franz Mola, the author of Silent Night, said, I knew that this calm was more than just a a soothing song. He finishes it off with sleep and heavenly peace. The stanza ends with sleep and heavenly peace. He calls for the sleep of peace in this holy infant so tender and mild. When we find this holy infant, that is when we find our peace. Each Sunday, we come back together and we come and we worship using the divine service. And here again, we come and we meet this manger led to the one who brings us peace, led to the one who creates peace through his his worship, the one who creates lasting peace in our lives. I forgive you all of your sins in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. God's man called by God to speak his words of forgiveness unto you. And in those words, peace is restored. The peace of assurance of absolution, a declaration that you again are in rights with the Lord God Almighty, that you are not his enemy and he is not your enemy. You have been reconciled unto the Lord. And then he goes further and say, take, eat. This is my body given unto you for the forgiveness of your sins. Peace in this life-giving presence of Jesus. This Jesus broken of body on our behalf, shed of his blood for the payment of our sins, eaten and internalized Christ with us, Emmanuel, and peace is again restored. Right here, where God has called that peace to be given. For this peace comes a renewed hope even in an unlikely place. Some of you may remember the story in World War I, the warring sides declared a brief truce on Christmas Day on one year of the war. And for a short time, the concussions of the explosives ceased and the gunfire stopped. They came out of their bloody trenches, dared to sing a few Christmas carols with each other, exchanged small pieces of gifts, And in a moment, peace came, and it ended far too soon. Yet once 
We have to believe in the midst of our waffling melodies that those beautiful hymns are sung. Even over a blackened battlefield, it is a hint of real peace is unfurled. Real peace comes even in the midst of death. They sang of the Christ child. They sang angelic melodies. Their carols thundered louder than any of the bombs and any of the guns before or after. One of the greatest contrasts in the Christmas season. Who would expect a multitude of angels to announce peace to a bunch of, of humble shepherds? And yet we sing their hymns. We sing their songs in our worship. Glory unto God on high and on earth, peace and goodwill towards men. We sing with joy and hope and peace because we hear of that joy and hope and that forgiveness from our Lord. For we cry out with mercy unto him and God has found concern for us and he has with us, given us his peace. Which he created for us. And now we sing a song that only angels could sing. We sing a song of peace, a song of hope, a song that sounds to the eternal throne of our Lord God Almighty in heaven itself. Glory to God in the highest and our, on, on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. Glory to God on high. Peace has come unto us through Christ our Lord. Amen.